0: Hey, Prime members! You can listen to Dagel Bites ad free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. Dagel Bites.
1: Where are
0: you now when darkness seems to win? Where are you now when the world is crumbling? Oh. And welcome again to a very special episode of Dagel Bites. We're here celebrating the two year anniversary of Look Up Child. And I thought, who better to help me talk through how insane this journey has been than with someone who has been with me through it all? So, for the first time ever, we have a special guest on the Dagel Bites podcast. Everybody, give it up for Lee Holt. Yes! And if you want to know who Lee Holt is, she is my manager. She's my manager, my friend, my confidant, all the secrets that no one else will know.
1: Until now. But only
0: Lee. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so how Tangle Bites is going to go today, Lee has a special surprise for me that I do not know about. You nervous? Maybe just a little bit. (laughs) And she's going to ask me a bunch of questions. So Lee, go ahead and kick it
1: off. Um, okay, so what we're going to do today? I've got some okay. questions for you. All right. But I created this, and we've been we as a team have been talking about what the two year anniversary of Look Up Child means and the significance of the record and the record. You and the record have won thirteen major awards in the last two years. I didn't know that. I know. Was that insane? Wow. Wait. I which ones? Just think. I uh, have a list of the the awards. Um, American Music Awards, Dove Awards, K Love Awards, Grammy Awards, Billboard Awards. Holy moly. I know, when you see it like that. Yeah. That's shocking. Yeah.
0: Off of one record. That's insane. Yep.
1: Oh, yeah. Wow. And this is after you had won about 17 awards for How Can It Be?
0: Wow. So, well, good job, Look Up Child. You're slacking. <laughs> Get better. I'm
1: kidding. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't count this year. It's the that all the shows have been canceled. Yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, that, it's insane. So what, I, what we've done to kind of go back was we built a timeline of the record. All right. Which I think will surprise most people that it started in October of 2015. Um, and that's when you wrote You Say. And a lot of people have heard the story about how and when you wrote You Say. Um after an award show. And then you came over to my house and you played it for us at the house. And I remember crying immediately. (laughs) (laughs) It was the only time I cried in the last five years. You don't like my music. You never cry. (laughs) My music doesn't work on you. (laughs) Yeah, right. I'm kidding. Well, then then if we go on to February of 2016, so you're out on the Winter Jam Tour Mm -hmm. and we're in Knoxville, Tennessee, and I remember you telling me a story that you had a vision for the record in Knoxville. I remember this. So, can you tell everybody about what you saw in Knoxville? Yes, I was, what I actually saw with my
0: own two eyes was cinder block peach walls <laughs> in the bottom level of the arena where um, it was a gym, basically. And we were in one of the locker rooms as our dressing room for everybody who thinks that like (laughs) touring is this ultimate glamorous life and all the things. There are moments, but typically on a day in and day out basis, you're looking at like um, gym floors uh, a lot of, what are the showers called? Like the group shower, team yeah. shower. Gang showers. Gang shower, like the team shower heads, <laughs> yeah. so like, where it's like 10 showers in one room. One
1: room, bunch uh, of heads Yeah, exactly. Like, like, oh, was gosh.
0: <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. And you really learn to appreciate what hot water is because it's not in every venue. That's for that, I'm sure. Um, so anyway, so I'm in this locker room and I remember saying like, the label wants me to have a vision for this record. I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what the vision is, but God, like, I need you to help me. I need you to give me some clarity on this. And I said, I'm going to get alone for a second. And I walked into the, um, like area where people would hang their jerseys or whatever, after they'd, you know, done a game or something. And it was all cinder block walls and wood lockers. And I just sat in there and prayed and, probably read for a little bit. And, um, I remember knowing that the record was going to be about identity resonant in in Mm -hmm. that room. And, um, that was all I got. So I was like, thanks for the deep explanation, God. (laughs) But I also had this feeling that it was going to take me through a journey of finding out my identity in this process, because a lot of times you can write a song or deliver a message, um, But people can feel when you haven't experienced it for yourself. And so I think for this record, a lot of what was written, um, a lot of it was something that I had experienced. And then a lot of it was what I was going to experience in the process of releasing the record. Um, So I think when I heard the word identity, it was like a little bit of my my stomach twisted because I was like, (laughs) I think I'm about to walk through some of the hardest years of my life. But it's been some really fruitful and beautiful years as well. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think we all have, which is kind of crazy, yeah. the identity, even recent events, being in a quarantine situation. And then for me personally, being at home all of a sudden without not from going from being on the road so often to being at home and all of a sudden be like, what's my identity here? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I've thought about that song so many times in the last couple of months specifically to be like this song was written five years ago and it still can tear me apart yeah you know and just be like no who 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 i am replacing the lies with the truth yeah you know it's it is kind of i think it's a time that's why it's timeless yeah and I i was telling i was telling lee the
0: other day i was saying you know i am i don't know what to do with myself When I'm not functioning on the road or when I'm not in the studio writing a song, like the day to day things like, hey, brush your teeth, hey, brush your hair, hey, take a shower, hey, walk out the door, hey, make sure you have clothes on when you walk out the door. It's like, (laughs) put your pants on. (laughs) It's, (laughs) It's like all of these things that everyone else does. And it's so funny. This is so odd, but like, even it took me back to like middle school and high school when I was like a kid, like just going through the normal rhythms, like waking up, eating breakfast. I was like, dad, wake me up as late as possible. I was like the one that was like running out the door. Yeah. That hasn't changed. Yeah. That has not, <laughs> that will never change. i just, I've had to deal with yeah. it. It is what it is. I wish I could change it, but it's not going to change. Yeah. It is who I am. But I was like, I remember it brought all these flashbacks of like what routine <laughs> looked like, like, <laughs> hey, you're not rolling up out of the venue or out of the bus going into the venue to like get in a community shower, basically, and brush your teeth in a <laughs> spigot of water that's like dripping. Right, <laughs> like, yeah. Hopefully you can get some water <laughs> out of that and brush your teeth with it um, or brushing your teeth with water bottles, whatever. Right. It, it was just interesting. Like, wow, I haven't been in this routine in this way of life in so long yeah um and it just makes you like reflect upon change and you know when i think about when i think about that record and what all it has brought um it's been like the greatest highs and some crazy lows and it's been massive wins and massive like i don't want to say failures but i just want to say like oh, losses. learning losses. yeah losses. yeah loss yeah. like it's so interesting But I think that's what makes the soil of it all so rich, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So anyway, that was February of 2016. And then in (laughs) September, and again, we were in the middle of, I think your radio single at that time was Trust in You, you which is crazy to think. Like that was the that was like the big thing. And Winter Jam was a big deal. That was a launching pad for your career. Oh,
0: yeah. And
1: then um, you go to September of 2016. That was your first headline tour, A Night with Lauren Daigle. And that's Sixteen you, shows. Yeah, uh, twelve, 12 shows, shows sold out. All sold out shows. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> did it, girl! Twelve shows,
0: nailed it. And this one was like seventy-two. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: when I say change, what yeah. I mean is—I'm <laughs> <no>, <kidding. laughs> um, So that's when you first started singing. You say live, which again, a lot of listeners don't know that that song actually has had a life in, yeah. before even Look Up Child came out. And then um, let's go to maybe one of the hardest uh, moments for a manager. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, let's talk <laughs> about it, Lee. Christmas Day of 2016 when you sent a text. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, well,
0: I didn't even have the audacity to give you a phone call. No, was, hey, I'm going to drop a bomb, but it's going to be through a text. Merry Christmas. Welcome to the millennial generation. <laughs> Gross. What did that text say? <laughs> that text. How funny is this? This is great that you have a a full printed out. For all the listeners, there is a full printed out uh, documentation timeline of everything, of all of these events that she's mentioning. Um, I want to take a year off. That was what I texted you. (laughs) like. Hey, uh Merry Christmas. A Merry Christmas. <laughs> I've been learning about the harvest as I'm sitting out here hiding from my family because I'm about <laughs> to lose my mind. It was literally, I remember it so clear. We had just gotten off of tour. I was fried. I was so exhausted. And that was the first tour that I was like really depleted. Like I could tell,
1: like that was the one that I was getting sick, mm-hmm. all of that on. It was- 19 shows in 21 days Yeah, across the country from Tampa to Tampa to San Diego or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. New York, all the way up to New York. Yeah. Chicago. Tampa, New York, Chicago, San Diego, then back to Phoenix. Golly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Talk about rough.
1: And, but it was, I mean, it was great, but
0: I remember it was great in the sense of like truly what I looked forward to every single day was Mm -hmm. the show. Like it really was the lifeline um but i remember being so sick i wouldn't wake up until like 20 minutes before i yeah. had to be on stage like yeah. from the day before just Oh, it was awful.
1: Oh, I have some pictures. I have a great picture of you in the back lounge of the bus one day when it was like 4 p.m. Literally. Gosh. Sleeping. Dead it. asleep. Like it was when I think it was one of the buses where it came yes, out. Yes, I had the bed. Uh, the, the bed in the in back. back. And yeah. yeah, I mean, it literally was like four o'clock in the afternoon. That and was the first asleep. time I had
0: to like go get IVs, like yep. for medical reasons, not for
1: yeah.
0: like hydration. Right. You know, yeah. it was like, whoa, this is really taking a toll on me.
1: Yep.
0: And I mean, that's just. That does show what passion does too, because mm-hmm. I, I loved, I really loved getting to play those shows every night. Yeah. Like I remember being so excited, um, but also knowing like, okay, something's not right. Like my, with my health, something's off. So I've got to take a break. And it was really just going back to that December 25th, that text message. <laughs> it was really God saying like, but another thing is to honor your body to this is a temple, you know, so don't make yourself, um, like don't kill yourself over these joys, like let them mm-hmm. remain joys. Because yeah. if you keep wearing yourself out and driving yourself into the ground, then this will get taken away. Um, that's just how life works. And so I remember thinking, I I had just left that tour. I was so exhausted. I think we got in on, like, the 22nd or the 23rd. Yeah, it
1: was. Like, yeah, the last show was the 21st, and you stayed in Phoenix, Phoenix. for a couple days. And then, and then flew home, flew I think, home. on the 23rd. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so I was just done. And we're the family that hosts all the families <laughs> for Christmas. So all of our in law, everyone comes over on um. Christmas Eve and then Christmas day, it's like 50 people show up at our house, like huge. And here I am like wiped, have nothing in me. And I'm like, God, you know, if I go out of this room, I'm going to just be hiding in closets all day, like trying to just avoid as many people as possible, which is the total opposite of me. Like I'm the person that like, when I haven't seen my cousin in four years, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I can't wait to see you, you know? Um, So I knew something was up. And so I said, God, I need to spend some time with you. So that's when I was reading all about the harvest. And there's this passage in Psalm, I think it was Psalms. And it said, even while, or maybe it was Proverbs, even Mm. while you sleep, I will provide. Mm. And I said, God, like what day of, or what year of the harvest would I be in if like we started from the very beginning of me doing music? Like the first kind of thing, first thing was like American Idol. Okay. So starting back at American Idol, what year am I in? And I remember I was going into the seventh year.
1: Yeah. Wasn't that right? Yeah. Or I had done yep. seven years like or something like that. the beginning of your seventh year. So yeah. So it's the time for the rest.
0: Yeah. So yeah. according to the harvest, I think it's like six years of like- Toil. Toil. Like, mm-hmm. you know, laboring over the harvest, putting- Uh, richness into the soil and then you gather your harvest and then you let the soil rest for a year. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to be like soil (laughs) and I'm going to rest for a year. (laughs) And so I texted you. I remember I said, like, I think I'm into rest. I need to take a year off. And you were so supportive and just super gracious. Yeah.
1: Cue the panic that did not spill out onto me, which was awesome. Well, do you remember what I, the vision that I saw when you, so I was at home, I was, it was Christmas day. Uh, my kids were gosh, you know, five and seven, maybe at that time. I can't remember some younger. And it was the middle, it was the great part of Christmas day where moms get to rest and dads get to build Legos. (laughs) Perfect. perfect. Santa Claus is good. Yep. So I'm laying on the couch reading, I was reading The Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes of all things. Like this book that is like say yes to everything and, and I get I like, I Lauren's for it. gonna say no for you. As a, <laughs> as a Christmas gift. I'm reading that. And um after sh- she sent me that text and we taught we texted back and forth and I uh, and I did it was the panic moment for me as the as the marketer is like we're at the height, like and the success that we were experiencing at that moment was kind of not at all normal for any new artist. Mm-hmm. So working with so many new artists in my career, like to be like, wait, no, you, this is where you pour gas on the fire. This isn't where you like put out the fire. Yeah. So I, my every inclination in my being was like, no, we have to like push the gas. But after I thought about it and prayed about it, I remember feeling like that whole idea of a slingshot where it's like, okay, wait a minute. If we take this year off, if we... Honor the commitments that we have that we can't get out of, but not add commitments to the calendar. So, yeah. we did honor the commitments that were already yeah. on the calendar that day. And we only added a couple of things that were mm-hmm. like massive, like doing Rebo with ACMs, yeah. doing the Blade Runner song. Like yeah. you had said a couple of weeks later, like the only opportunities that I would want to say yes to are like kind of life changing opportunities, or like yeah. 400 million people kind of opportunities, like not like yeah. 40 people opportunities. Yeah. So, it, we had a kind of a guiding force for the year but i remember the vision that i was given was uh, that of a slingshot yeah that if we take a year off we're just going to be pulling back and the minute it goes like once we start and so to be here two years later with this record yeah and to see god's faithfulness in that like where i'd be begging for 40 people in a room (laughs) (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding i just had to just one I've got goosebumps even thinking about that. Like yeah. God like really showing up and doing exactly that. Yeah. And it was really time and, and I remember going back to work and the teams being like, Y'all are crazy. You know, yeah. like what you're doing, you are not gonna be successful. Like we got You didn't see as much of it that we felt, Mm -hmm. but we got so much pushback. Yeah. Um, And ultimately the teams that we're, we still have are also supportive and they understand. I think now (laughs) a couple years later, they understand when we come to them and say, Hey, we've, this is what we really feel like the Lord's done. Or this is what we really feel like we're being called Mm -hmm. to do. They're like, okay. We get yeah. it. We might make it. Makes us sweat, but we get I it. Know, it makes me
0: sweat. Golly, yeah.
1: I'm a little stressed talking yeah. about
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I am so glad that it turned out the way that it did, though. Yeah, like I, everything was just. All I needed was just a trip to Tulum. That was it. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I got to stay home yeah. and be with family. Yeah. so good makeup. I thought so much about that saying making up for lost time yeah um, and I used to be like you can't really make up for lost time because the time is gone but I really do think that there's a way that God positions time where he can allow the present to absorb the years that feel like they've been lost it's not that they've actually been lost is that you know people have gone different directions or whatever and then there's that come together time when people get to come together. And that's what that year was. It was like, okay, I've been off touring for the past, you know, 4 years or whatever, and it was like a time to come together and, you know, water the soil of relationships, friendships, yeah. family, whatever. Um and it wasn't necessarily making up for lost time, but as much as it was expanding present time. Yeah. And so that allowed me to just like Pour back into myself, and then get back out there and do it again. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's really good.
1: Yeah, it's so good. So if we keep going on the timeline, um, for those of you who don't have it in front of you, um, <laughs> uh, in June of 2017, that's when you wrote "Rescue," yeah, um, which is kind of insane. Again, how long the life of that song is? I know. And then we're gonna skip the rest of 2017 because you were off doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> You were off looking at the swamps in Louisiana. Uh, in January, uh, you started writing. So, um, when you started writing at that time, what? When you started writing in January, what was your hope to cross over the album? Like, what were your thoughts as it related to like crossing over? Yeah, I remember we kept saying that phrase:
0: "Let's extend the ten pegs." Like, yep. let's try to make this record as wide and available for as many people as possible just to find truth and have hope and, and learn about Jesus, you know? And, um, so I think there was some intentionality with it as far as the approach was not to eliminate people groups. Um, but it wasn't like, Hey, I'm going to change the lingo or I'm going to change things that I care about as far as like, you know, God was still very present in this record. Right. And like, I remember writing, I remember one of the guys that we wrote with Paul Duncan yeah. praying at the end of one of the <laughs> sessions. And then out of that, this girl came yeah. like, so it was really interesting because there was a lot of very personal moments yeah. that happened on this record that were different from how can it be? Yeah. Um, and how can it be was wonderful, but I think how can it be was me? Like, literally sitting at a computer and being like, so what is this? How do you record? Like what doesn't <laughs> yeah. have so green, having no perspective. Yeah. Um, and look up child was like um, a little bit. It was just slightly more personal, I would say. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: That's awesome. And on that note, we're going to kick it to uh, one of your Q and a questions from Greenville, South Carolina. And the question was, how long did it take you to create the album? Look up child want to know a secret?
0: We had a rush order on that situation. (laughs) From the time of writing the record and recording not only my vocals, but like every single amount of instrumentation, and then going into the producing uh, was only five months. Now, the standard is about a year, sometimes two years. So you can see how expedited, how much faster we had to work, because Lauren likes to take time off. If I'm going to tour like this, when I'm done touring, I'm like, okay, I don't need to darken the doorway until at least six months. I'm just going to go in my little cocoon and hide out and paint (laughs) or play in the mud because I'm from the swamp. Um, and so after that, we had, to, we had a deadline to meet, and we had to get, get it done in five months. It was fun. It was a lot of hours. I think I slept maybe two hours of the five months, but it was great. <laughs> I wish I could say, like, oh, it, we sat in the um, jungle in Bali in our bungalow and wrote for nine months straight. And then we had a year to record and blah, blah, blah. What ended up happening is we had a mishap for one of the deadlines. So welcome to the real world, everybody. Like this is what making a record looks like. Everybody's like, oh, it's glorious and simple. And it is, it is awesome because you get to tuck away and just stay in a creative space. And it's, that's beautiful in of itself, you know, but there's also like external challenges that you you face in the process. And one of those was just a miscommunication that was, it literally (laughs) changed and derailed the entire record making process. Like I
1: left that off the time. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's
0: not on the timeline. (laughs) (laughs) And there's no blame or anything like that. It literally just, but I think it was for the better because what it did was put put us under a pressure cooker Mm -hmm. and we Wrote, recorded, and produced, completed whatever the entire record within five months, and you better believe we were white knuckling. Like, oh my gosh, white knuckling.
1: Stories. Like, I saw many things I could share. I know (laughs) it is
0: insane. Like that process. Long all nights. I would start. I would start singing my vocals at midnight sing till about four or five in the morning, sleep for a few hours and wake up and be back in the studio for 11 a.m.
1: No, that's not true. You would wake up and go promote the record and then be back in the studio about 4 p.m. after you had a day full of like... Promotion. I have to go sell this record. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Golly. There's a lot of that too. And
0: like... We're gonna take a couple of trips in the middle of it and yep. just wait. And yes, your voice is gonna be fried, but you're gonna get back in there. And you're gonna do it. It's gonna be, be fine. It was. Oh gosh, it was so stretching. Those are the those are the kind of things. It's like with the identity. Like it yeah. is, you do find out what you're made of in in the midst of those kind of moments. So I don't. I'm not angry whatsoever about having to do it that way. I actually yeah. think it brought out some gold that we yeah. might not have experienced otherwise. Yeah. You know, I don't know that the record would have ever.
1: Gotten finished. finished. <laughs> so next record, let's do it in three months. Perfect. Yeah. We'll beat the previous yeah. timeline. Side side note, and I wasn't. This wasn't on the timeline, but I was the day that you turned in the record, which that is on the timeline, June 29th, I was in California on vacation with my family, and Lauren and Paul were swimming at his house. Oh, I and remember I that. Like it was and yesterday, said, I think I texted probably four to six times, solidly. No response. Called probably four to six times with no response. And I'm thinking, I'm just so ready to be on vacation. (laughs) And I called and finally got you on the phone and I said, Lauren, like you have to upload the record like right now, or we will miss every debt. Like the record will not come out on September seventh. And you're like, Oh yeah, Paul's gonna get it. I was like, No, 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 it has to be uploaded right now. We've probably actually already missed it. It had to be 5 (laughs) p.m. Central Time and it's already like 257 Pacific time. I was in California. I remember, I know exactly where I was in the car driving. We were in La La Jolla or La Jolla, however you say it. We were there. I know, I know what the palm tree looks like when I was like, we did all this work. Like we've just broken every barrier to make this happen and they're not going to upload the record. (laughs) I remember, I remember standing at the edge of the
0: pool and saying, Paul, you have to get out of the pool. Paul. (laughs) Like I need, no, no, they're calling me. They're saying like right now, like, no, no, no. Like right now. Like yeah. I remember being like, no, get out of the pool now. Like yeah. I'm freaking out. Yeah. And he was like, no, I, I think I did it. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. Cause I can't even
1: no. like press the space bar
0: yeah. correctly. You know? It
1: was, it was the kindness. There's a lot of kindnesses with so many people with this record because it, with the hope of it being excellent, like Paul and Jason and Lauren, like spent every minute they could yeah. to make it as per- make it a masterpiece. But we had a lot of kindnesses by all the label people. Like our, the reason why we had to get that record name was like the not the mix guy, but one of the guys in the, the in the process to upload it to. Spotify, Apple, iTunes. He was like staying late, staying late because he was leaving on vacation and like he, so then, so then we were like inconveniencing a guy who we've already completely inconvenienced. Oh (laughs) my gosh. But there's, there's so many people that A lot. Nobody ever sees behind the scenes, layers upon layers upon layers upon layers of people who are like typing in all the information for the grace notes. So like when you put your CD in, like it says the name, like those people are like standing by to get the masters of the album. And like, you would never even know. I remember there was a day where you asked me, well, Lauren, when someone
0: Goes to put the record in their car. Do you want it to say look up child? Cause it will not say look up child What's on the screen if you do not turn this in. I, I didn't raise my voice. <laughs> you were just like, You did not raise your voice, but you're like, Lauren, I'm gonna kill you. I'm, die. Uh, I'm yeah. So so many things. Meanwhile, yeah. I'm like at the frothy monkey, like, well, I'm just grabbing a latte really quick. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm gosh. So much learning um,
1: experiences. Okay, so we all start from somewhere, guys. Yeah. So on March 30th is when you sent over the piano vocals of the whole record. I remember listening. It was, I think it was Easter weekend. I remember listening to it on an airplane on the way to Chicago. Um, and then, um, Again, in this like condensed timeline, in April, we recorded the strings, the background vocals, the horns, the keys, so fun. Um, and the BGVs. And this is a question um, from Shannon C. Um, and it is about the BGVs on the, on the album. Who and how many people sang the BGVs on the record? Okay, this is incredible.
0: So first of all, recording this process was so much fun. Like, genuinely just... It was a thrill, getting to hear those strings, getting to hear everything go down. What might marvel everyone is that there were two BGV singers, me, hello, spoiler alert, and Morgan Harper Nichols. Now, a lot of you may know who Morgan Harper Nichols is because of her um, Instagram. She has an incredible Instagram where she um, does a bunch of art and sayings. Yeah,
1: she's so encouraging.
0: And yeah, it's super encouraging. And I think uh, I think she like works with anthropo- anthropology and different um like outlets like cool. that, like just doing random art. It's really cool. She's amazing. Um so she sang majority of the background vocals and she had this idea She says how she approaches the microphone, she just personifies a different person. So in her mind, she's like, Today I'm Gina, or Today I'm Victor, or Today I'm, you know, whoever. And she just like gets that character in her mind, like locked and loaded. And she sings as they would sing, which allows her voice to take on so many Mm -hmm. eclectic and wild shapes. Like, And that's why it sounds like there's a massive choir behind me, but it's actually just one person. It's her, yeah. And then my overdubs or whatever. So
1: it was crazy crazy. live. You know, we travel (laughs) with three singers. We've done it with four. We've Mm -hmm. you've had six on the double words a couple years ago. It's Mm -hmm. like so to replicate Morgan's. I know (laughs) we're paying multiple people to come on the road with us. Yeah, (laughs) she's
0: a she is such a talent. Yeah, in more ways than one. I mean, her. Art is taking off too, which is yeah, awesome. It's she, her amazing. voice is one of my favorite voices. Yeah. Definitely meant to be celebrated. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, that was a good, that was a very good question. That was a good question. Okay. So, and then in May, as I mentioned, you were promoting the record while you're still making the record. How did that make you feel to sit in the room with executives oh and gosh. play demos for them? Oh my gosh. Okay. So,
0: let's just talk about the music industry for a second to everybody who's not who doesn't live in this space, I would never know this, but in order, basically how it works is you go and you present your record to, um, like Apple or Spotify or Pandora, Amazon. And, um, did I miss any, (laughs) we got to play fair, (laughs) but there's all these outlets that you go and you present your record to. And typically It's after the record is completely finalized, like finished, done, over and out. But our timeline was so (laughs) jacked up that our promotion slots, like where you go and speak to these uh, companies, it was in the middle of our record making process, which I don't know anyone that that has ever happened to like that is so not, that is not the norm because you want to present the best quality of work. You want to present it like finalized, finished, wrapped in a bow, looking beautiful. And you present that to them, um, to give kind of the overall scope of what it's going to be like. And so these were like, not the roughest, like it wasn't just piano vocal, but it was very early in the yeah. stages of recording. Not mixed. <laughs> yeah, not mixed. <laughs> Super early in production and all of
1: that. And so um, then we only had like three songs that we could play in the first meeting. Then four songs in the second meeting. Like it was yeah. like this gradual like amount. And usually in these meetings, you will have the whole record and you can present the whole record. And yeah, it's like. Yeah, so it was. I think you had a little bit of anxiety.
0: Oh, yeah, no pressure. Like Steve Jobs' right hand <laughs> man is just sitting yeah. there asking you, like, so tell me about this song. And you only have three to show for it. Yeah. You're like, please trust my record. Yeah. It's going to be something, yeah. I promise. <laughs> you know, but it was actually really humbling and it, it was really beautiful because I feel like God always takes those moments where you're like, I've got to get the, all the T's crossed and the I's dotted and he makes them human. <laughs> yeah. And, um, what I saw in those environments were people who were really open and versatile and it broke down walls that felt like, Oh, if I didn't do this, then I was going to fail. Um, whereas I feel like a lot of them were like, wow, this is taking a level of boldness to be able to give over a product that
1: is not finished finished yet. Like you
0: more human to them. Yeah. I think, yeah, exactly. It just made it more real. Like, Hey, I'm just, a girl from louisiana just trying to share some music with y'all and, and it was just really personal like the entire process was very personal so i actually wouldn't go back and do it differently yeah. in the moment just uh, a couple things i me. in the that's moment okay. i'm like <laughs> a couple moments i'd like to get back yeah but that's okay <laughs> in the moment i was i was kind of like well i don't think that that we're doing this the yeah. right way um but looking back i'm like wow I'll probably never get that experience again.
1: No, like, I'm not going to make those same mistakes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I kind of love that it happened that way because it will probably only happen that one time, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah. Um, so well, the, for that, I, I love it. And if you think about it, you say, the intro to You Say was different until the 11th hour. It was the way the demo, remember the demo version of You Say had a different keys oh, intro. Oh, yeah. And Paul changed it at like the 11th hour, like yeah. within a week, within 10 days oh. probably of us turning the record. So you think all those people in the room heard a different version of you say, which is not as power. It's so weird that that key change that he made. Yeah. All just he did was just, change the
0: song. Yeah. He just brought the keys down.
1: Yeah. And so a different you, register to think like they all heard the song different than yeah. the song that it is. And yes. You know, it's, it's wild. <laughs> I know <laughs> like that. And that really did like that change just really
0: solidified that song in such a such a different way but yeah even to know like those people came around the record listening to it so early on in yeah. the in the phases of it all that was really special yeah and then you know having it get done golly i remember us changing the bpm
1: mm-hmm. yeah oh my like,
0: gosh we yeah. were literally like that for really people who don't no, music video yeah. yes like oh do we gosh. do well, and for the song, it was like, do we do, you know, 0.5? Like, are we going to start introducing like half BPM measures? Yeah. Which, it, from my knowledge, is not very common. That's like how specific we were getting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. yeah.
1: I learned a lot. I yeah. learned so much. Um, so you did. That was very brave of you. Um, the demos. <laughs> um, And so then uh, I do want to show you this. I have a little walk down memory lane. Oh, all right. Busting Um, out the laptop? I would love to know how many cover comps you think we have for this record. (laughs) I would say (sighs) 42. Yeah, roughly. Really? Um, Roughly. Uh, So I'm going to show you, and we will uh, put this online for the listening audience. We have all these different versions of the. Oh
0: my gosh. Remember?
1: Yes, we're scrolling through, looking at. Oh, I still wish there's we could so use many, that photo. So many good covers. I think maybe maybe we do like a five year edition with like yeah alternate covers. The alternate covers. I still love that. Or even a book. We could put out a a book
0: of like what all the covers that we would have done
1: oh yeah because this is great art by connor dwyer and the cover story is one of those ones where so we're going to tell you two stories i'm going to tell the cover story and then lauren's going to tell the story of the you say music video okay the cover story is one that we just were not happy with what we were getting and lauren was literally sick on the floor (laughs) Of the studio, Wait, you remember no, one, one of the days we were all, We were past every deadline at this point. And, okay, um, and that's not your fault. Uh, I'm just saying we were past every deadline. Oh, Might have had a lot to do with you guys, but it. But we were past the deadline, and um, remember, you were sick, lying in the studio oh, floor. Yes. And I'm, I feel like the big, the, you know, jerk manager moment where like, we really need I to take a cover up all night long and, and I had a pallet on the I floor. I did that bring was you to I one. brought you soup. Yeah, and you did. <laughs> I was trying to like get her enough energy to give me an answer on the cover cops. <laughs> and there she's like sick and dying and we're past the deadline or it was the day it was due. But there we had six covers and every one of them we would have settled for. And it was like, it was a Thursday and I remember, and you're just like, yeah, we'll go with that one. And I was like, she's not happy. Like, I just, I knew in my gut, not you're not happy. Cause like that you're not easy to please. I just knew in the gut, it wasn't right. Yeah. Cause I knew that you were settling. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, I don't want you to settle. This is not the place for you to have to settle mm-hmm. on the cover of your album. Like that's not, there's other things we all have to settle for and make compromises. But I was like, we can't do this on the cover. So we called, um, the next day called Connor Dwyer, who's genius. He had designed some merch for us mm-hmm. the year before. And I called him and he's like full-time with Sam Hunt. And Sam Hunt was huge at the time, like blown up. Connor was very in demand. And I called him and this is so, this is how God like interweaves his, his hand in all Finesse. of this stuff. Yeah. I call him I'm like, Connor, what are you up to? He's like, not much. I'm like, <laughs> Hey, do you have a chance to maybe design some covers? And he's like, well, I've got like the next three days off. And I was like, great, that gets us to Monday. And I bet I can buy us three days with the label. It's going to be pressure, but we've got three days. We'll take three days. Can you give us some ideas? And he literally did, I think it was 46 comps. Wow. And you, on that Monday, ended up going and sitting with him at a coffee shop. Yes, I remember. And we came up with the cover, which I think is pretty iconic. And so that was one of those crazy things. But then leads me to like the You Say music video. So again, there's a lot of things that people don't know about that music video.
0: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) let's talk about the first music video.
1: (laughs) Let's say most of the audience probably doesn't know that there have been two, you say, music videos. Okay. This is what's humorous. How in the world did I forget that? Because when y'all asked
0: me, Hey, what are five things that people don't know about you say? What I should have said is there's actually two music videos. (laughs) Oh yeah. Surprise. Yeah. Um, so we, I had this beautiful, wonderful, perfect (laughs) idea because artists always have brilliant ideas, right? Until they have (laughs) labels and managers come around and say, no, it's (laughs) actually not a good idea. Um, So here I am and I was like, I really want to lay, I want to do this like paint thing where it's like, (laughs) I'm, I'm like slowly morphing out of paint. Because I want it to be like my identity. Like I'm stripping away old things. I'm stripping away and getting rid of things like, because the song represents like getting rid of lies, replacing them with the truth. Right. So I'm like, let's like put paint all over my body, but we'll kind of do it starting from the beginning, working backwards. You know, where like in the beginning of the video, I'm covered in paint, but by mm-hmm. the end of the video, I'm like fully bare, like no makeup. Yeah. Just one of those kind of it things. It's a
1: great concept.
0: Great concept in theory. <laughs> Awful concept in execution. Yep. Um, it looked as if I was, yeah, like freezing in yeah, a pool Nordic. of paint. Yeah, Nordic. Yeah, Nordic. It was...
1: Yeah. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with Nordic. I love Nordic. No, no but, but it was it not right. It, it was just, so... Yeah. It didn't fit the it album. Left. It just didn't fit. Yeah. Up child. Yeah. Can you imagine me...
0: Like swimming in a pool of paint, but golly, was it fun? I can
1: because I've seen it. I <laughs> loved it.
0: Oh, the wardrobe, we're and I kept. Sh- can we show the, some of those photos? Yes, okay, I kept we'll, we'll all. We'll put the, some of those photos up. We'll put those photos up because y'all have got to see. Like this is some serious BTS. Yeah. Um oh, yeah. But I remember being so cold in that pool, and John Gray just coming over, or was it Paul? Well, John, John, and Paul was there too. They're yeah, there. came out and we're like, hey. Yeah, get get out of there! Yeah. Like it's this yeah. is not gonna. Yeah, come on. And then we had what was it, six days or something to shoot.
1: Well, that vi- yeah, that video was video. done well in time. <laughs> yeah. To make it, but again, same as the cover, we all watched it and we were just settling. So then yeah. we shot the you say video on <clears throat> Monday, July 9th, and it was uploaded to all the services by that Thursday, July twelfth, because. July 13th was the release date. Here I am being ambitious to by saying,
0: you know, six days. No, you yeah. had yeah, three.
1: No, three. Yeah. So we called John Gray in Whew. who Lauren had uh, wanted to collaborate with for a long time. And John came in and has been our video guy ever since. Yeah. Shot that full day shoot Gosh, edit at the studio. We were yeah. like, what are we going to do? It's like, yeah. we're going to walk around the studio. Cause that's where I've been for years and it's yeah. the best
0: personal and normal. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not swimming in pools of paint and trying to like, execute these elaborate concepts
1: right i'm not a concept girl taylor swift you got it baby yep i wish so yeah so anyway so just on timeline wise since we're going along the timeline <laughs> you say came out on july 13th and then we put the tour on sale we sold out the tour in three days and that was crazy um Whoa. and then uh the that. F- first show in the lookup child era was july 21st so we clearly did not realize how long this was going to go. Lee's
0: bringing out the gems. I'm a storyteller. Hello. Um, so we are going to break this up into two different segments. And tune in next week to hear part two. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Daigle Bites. Make sure to subscribe, tell your friends, and send me your questions to podcast at com. See you next time. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Daigle Bites ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at slash survey. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 65th National Finals of Distinguished Young Women. Every year, one girl from every state leaves her family, her whole life behind for two weeks and spends each day training, practicing, preparing. Because to win this competition, she needs to wow a panel of judges with her academic record, her athletic ability, her speaking skills, and a show-stopping talent.
1: I met her and I was like, she's gonna win. I wouldn't say I have an ego
0: problem, but I'm extremely competitive.
1: When I sing that song about being a black woman in America, there's gonna be backlash about that. Oh, I'm just so happy so happy i don't want to see them i don't want to talk to
0: them and then we stayed with them for the next year unpacking just what happened those two weeks in mobile i'm Shimoliai and from pineapple street studios and wondery this is the competition follow the competition on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen to the competition early and ad-free right now by joining wondery plus